Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe... The number is 94198377. You've been listening to the sand. You could never understand. Feel the fortune flowing. My bicycle had bled into my being, infecting me with its surfaces of leather and steel, its chromium forks thrummed in sympathy with my heart rate. I began to feel better on the bike than off it. on this blue-filled Monday morning here in murky Melbourne, you're listening to 3CR, The Yarrabug Show, a show about bikes, riding them, fixing them, sometimes stealing them. <laughs> or not. Or not. <laughs> Many thanks to Amy Goodman and Democracy Now. As our guest today, Faith is... Faith joins me as captain of the tandem. Good morning, Faith. Good morning, Val. And on the uh, tag along at the back of the tandem, <laughs> Glenn McFarlane from Victoria Police Crime Prevention. Good morning, Glenn. Yep, I'm in the trailer at the back. <laughs> That's all right, just don't jump out when we get to the park. Okay. <laughs> I've got the... <laughs> Let's not go there. Um, good morning. It is a lovely day here in Melbourne, and you are listening to the 3CR 855 on the tranny in the kitchen, you're podcasting it, you're streaming it, you're very much aware that we're running a radiothon last week and if you think that you can't contribute to 3CR Radiothon because the time has passed, you're wrong. So sign up, subscribe. Yeah, we've had some great uh, support but we uh, do need a bit more. We've uh, um, We've been given a goal and we're going to get there. Um, and there's no donation too small, so if you enjoy listening to 3CR or the Yarrabug Radio Show, then uh, it's a good idea to go to 3cr.org.au, make a donation, and make sure you put Yarrabug in the box of when it asks you, if is there a show you'd like to support? And that way they'll know the contribution um, came via our friends and listeners. There we go. We've got a good show coming up. We're going to touch on a bit of news and events. We've got some events. And there's a little bit of news happening um, 
in America at the moment. We'll touch on the uh, Trans Am race and the Tour Divide and a few things else that's happening in Melbourne. But first off, we're going to start off with that quintessential moment of the Yarrabug show, the bike moment. Faith. <laughs> I'll <go> first. <laughs> yeah, no, you were coming first. <laughs> um, I, th- I guess, yeah, I had one earlier this week w- with um, groups of teenagers. We train to ride bikes um, and the teenagers who um, life isn't straightforward for them and they all come with different range of issues. So we, we took a couple of them who've been doing well on the train up to Jewel and uh, thought we'll get them to ride back down to North Melbourne. And and most of these kids aren't used to doing much physical activity either. So um, things like the, the the rolling, little hills even in Queensbury Street or, or some streets that you haven't even thought of as a hill and and they can really struggle. But um, we had one kid in particular who um, I've never seen anyone more determined. Like after the first lesson, we were pretty sure she wouldn't come back. And she came back and she has persisted and determined, often while seeming to be having a pretty miserable time and hating it. Um, <laughs> but it just comes back every time. And she eventually made it to the destination uh, on her bike, which was a, a massive effort and, um, yeah, sort of gave you a... A little bit of warmth in the heart. There's that smile broke over effect. Yeah, you, yeah, when you see that sort of determination in people who, who just never get a break, yeah. you know, um, it's, yeah, sort of puts things in perspective. Being naive as I am, how far is it? It's, it's not far. It's, um, what, I think, from Jewel down to... Arden North Street, Melbourne Station. Yeah. Down to Arden Street and then up to the oh, market area. Yeah. Oh, it's five or six, Four, yeah. seven Ks, maybe six or seven Ks. And you're not used to riding and they've we've been practising using our gears, but um, she was one rider who hasn't perfected it. And, and hills are a struggle if you're not used mm. to it. She's yeah. after the automatic bike, is she? <laughs> no gears, no manual, automatic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you're on the wrong show. Oh, okay. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a little bit of pressure on you now to produce a bike moment. <laughs> I, I actually have. I was working yesterday, unfortunately, at a community day in town. And um, I was driving home and I was driving up Elizabeth Street in Melbourne and I saw a uh, bicycle delivery person, and he had the box on the back of his bike, so yep. over the back wheel. And I thought, oh, yeah. And then I saw another one, and he had it strapped to his back. And I thought to myself, gee, I wonder what the food's like when it gets to the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's become a, um, something that's happened overnight. Yeah. There's a, on my commute home, um, I ride past Fitzroy Town Hall, and it must be one of the meeting points for one it of the uh, the groups, and there'll be five or six people yeah. there all yeah. getting yeah. ready to go. Waiting um, for those those jobs. And, and it's, yeah, so there's some times of the day you'll get a lot of work uh, and there's other times you won't. I, I think there's been some of the newer riders who have actually been spoken to by the owner of that of that as an, as an employment or a part-time job yep. uh, type sort of thing where they're riding the bike as well as working, earning some dollars, which I think is good. Yep. Uh, yeah. Mm. It's yeah. been a, um, a, a good gradual process. One of the uh, – Blaine, who we've had in on the show a couple of times, runs a courier 
mostly works with florists and a few other things. Yeah. All those things are changing the way those, a lot of those deliveries are done nowadays. Mm. And, I, and I think in the Melbourne CBD in particular, with the traffic and the streets and all the roadworks and everything else, it's actually a, going to be an industry of the future. Yeah. And, uh, like rickshaws. <laughs> well, I think the they've city, got them now too. Oh, no, and the, the City of Melbourne do have a strategy for yep. that last kilometre part of the delivery thing and uh, are working with people like Blaine. Um, yep. How can you get rid of all those small white vans in the city? Yeah. Clogging and up the bike lanes. Car dooring people. Car dooring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they use all that in the service roads so Little Burke Street gets full and yeah. all those things become yeah. a gridlock. Mm. We need to move to less cars. I had one of the, I'm sure everybody has this bike moment, at least once or twice a year. I left work when I looked at the radar and thought, ooh, I reckon I've got 25 minutes to get home. This was Thursday Wrong. night when that big storm came through. <laughs> anyway, I got as far as uh, Fitzroy. I was at the bottom end of Napier Street and it just opened up. I couldn't believe how wet she can get so quickly. I reckon I was halfway home. Can I just say, obviously you didn't do the Matthew Lloyd grass throwing in the air to see how fast the wind was blowing. I looked at the computer, I judged how far away that big red spot was, and I got on my bike and pedalled. And then I got stuck behind somebody who didn't have mudguards, and I couldn't get around them. So every bit of thing that they were kicking back was coming straight up to me. Had the red blinking light set to disco <laughs> fever. Couldn't, couldn't, could hardly say it was really. I shouldn't have been riding, but anyway. <laughs> Let's move on. We'll be back right after this comment. The reason why we had to have a program on 3CR was because of the failure uh, of other radio stations, so-called independent radio stations, which were not letting us have our say. It's up to you to keep independent voices on air. Donate now to 3CR's 40th birthday, Radical Radiothon. 3CR was giving us the opportunity to tell our story as it was and I wouldn't be exaggerating if I say 3CR has been the backbone of our struggle in Australia. Donate now to keep radio radical. And you're back listening to the Arabug Radio Show on 3CR. Um, and just to go through some of the news from the week, um, Sarah Hammond finished her epic ride across America in the Trans Am race, covering almost 7,000 kilometres in three weeks unsupported. We dips our lids to <laughs> the Sarah Hammonds and... do you, Can you remember who won in the end? Lyle. Lyle no. Will Cox. A woman? Yeah. yeah. Yep. This is a race from the east coast of America. Mm. I'm in the west coast to the east, east. coast, unsupported. Everything. No you, support crew. Nothing. And you, you carry everything? You carry everything on the bike. My and no gosh. one can offer you any assistance. And you just stop at KFC and eat them out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was really healthy until you said that. Just shot me now. Well, shot it's, down. it's about calories. <laughs> it's uh, quite fascinating. Doing over 300 kilometres a day. A day. Mm. Two hours sleep. Do they have a weight limit on the bikes? or? It's up to them how much they want to carry. Uh, mm. You've got to carry it. So there are people who will finish in two weeks' time and who are 
maybe taking more of the holiday experience and carrying a lot more. Yeah. But having, a, you know, and then there are people who are in it to win it. Yeah. And uh, Sarah came, I think, sixth. Was it? Yes. In fifth the or sixth yep. in the end. But uh, led for the first week, just blitzed everyone and had an amazing ride until took got hit with turn. some altitude sickness. And took a wrong turn at one stage. Yeah. cost her 120 kilometres. Yeah. So there's no officials or...? No. no, no, they've all got trackers on the bike, so it's all tracked. So you can oh, watch. Okay. You can watch where everybody is in the race, and there are still people yeah. going. You can watch their progress and everything like that. It's and the previous leader, Stefan, was winning, um, stopped for a sleep, and everyone ends up from sleep deprivation a bit disorientated, jumped on the bike, started riding, and rode about. 100 kilometres in the wrong direction before he saw one of the other riders coming <laughs> and realised. Mm, I wonder if he thought, hmm, I wonder who's riding in the wrong direction. <laughs> and apparently there have been a couple of narky exchanges about people helping people and not helping people. Anyway, yeah. I'll, I'll move What's on. What's the definition of helping people? Oh, well, you're not meant to ride together. Oh, I don't know. You know, you're not meant to draft somebody and two of yep. you pair up and one rides the front mm. and one rides the back. That's not allowed. So... It really does get down to I'm on my own and I'm riding. Is this a one-off race or is there a... No, no, it happens every year. No, no, but other races around like them? Uh, There are. There's one going... To the Yeah, there's a history of this started off in, oh, God, the middle 70s. There was a kooky one there Mm. called Race Across America, which still happens. This is completely amateur... Thing. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Sarah Hammond's uh, spin class instructor is obviously very dedicated to long distance sort of sport activities. She's done a lot of Everestings and, yeah. and uh, also was part of the women's team in the. Uh, um, oh, uh, one of the games. Oh no, no in the the, um, um, the Oppie record, yes, the yes, Audax yeah. record. We will just touch on that. And the other thing that's going on, it's still going on at the moment, although a couple of the leaders have finished, is the Tour Divide, which is the ride from Banff in um, Canada down to the Mexican border. I think there are three finishers, and um, I think Gareth Pellis is still in, and he looks like he's going to finish fourth or fifth. So he's only about 100 k's away from finishing, I think. So another Melbourne um, cyclist uh, is going good. And, well, we will just briefly touch on some sad news from last week where a cyclist in West Footscray was killed by a hit-and-run driver who um, was luckily very quickly picked up and uh, will be appearing in court tomorrow, but that's very sad for Peter McGuff and his family. And just the other news, everybody who got through the Roubaix yesterday, good day? It looks like a great day. Perfect. Andy's... Done it again. And I think, you know, the the end was because I didn't – this is one of the few years I didn't actually ride, but I popped down to the velodrome to have a look and it, it, it just looked awesome. The setup, everything was really, really good. So First year I've missed it in nine years. But anyway, mm-hmm. let's move on to other things. Where are we going to start? Oh, as we mentioned, our guest today is Glenn McFarlane, uh, crime prevention with Victoria Police. And I know Glenn through his work. Uh, he uh, often uh, comes and helps us out when we're uh, training people to ride bikes and we give them locks. He will come and engrave their bikes and talk to them about making sure their bike doesn't get stolen. Yep. And since bike theft is a big problem here in Yarra, we thought it would be a good opportunity to have Glenn on the program and talk Um 
a bit about that and maybe some of the other uh, crimes that affect cyclists. Yeah, yeah, by all means. Thank you for having me. No worries. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, what are the key things people can do? There's been a last here at the station, we had a bike stolen a few weeks ago from out the front. So, <laughs> we, we shouldn't start listing them, but anyway. No, but I mean, it's it's very close to cyclists' hearts. It's a topic everyone's always talking about, and especially, is it worse in Yarra than other areas? It's up there. It's a, yeah. it's a growing trend. I mean, I I um, rode a bike when I used to ride to school, um, and then I used to ride to work, which was probably about ten k's of that Thursday night, Friday night, every Saturday morning. Um, but then if I wanted to get rid of it, no one wanted it. So you either hung on to it or, unfortunately, it ended up in other places. And so these days, however, they're a, a commodity that people can use, certain people, to get um, money or other things that they can use. So therefore, bike theft, as you were saying, is on the rise. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But the, the one of the, the main thing we have, and I don't know if it was the case here, I doubt if it would have been, is that... People don't know what sort of bike they've got. Mm. And you say, they come in to report their bike as um, lost or stolen and they'll say, okay, what make was it? They go, hmm, yes, it was white or it was black. Yeah, what sort of bike? Oh, yeah, road bike, whatever, but very basic information, which obviously yeah. the amount of bikes out there, white, black, red, whatever, um, we need more information. So... Um, I've just finished developing a new Victoria Police Bicycle Security pamphlet, mm-hmm. which I think we've got here yeah. in front. And, um, yeah, so on the back of it, at the very end, there's actually a recording your bicycle detail section, um, brand, type, size, colour, and the old elusive serial number, which is under the uh, pedal crankcase, that... Nobody ever turns their bike over to have a look <laughs> under there. It's amazing when we do the engraving. You turn the bikes over Everyone and it's just goes, all oh. grime and dirt <laughs> and everything like that. So we have a cloth that's pretty well worn out just from rubbing all that away just so we can oh, see right. what the serial number is. But, uh, yeah, and then, as you said, then we engrave the bicycle. Um, the reasoning behind that is is that um, we... Um, do the engraving with a driver's license number, mm-hmm. preferably theirs, if it's a young person or that, uh, mum or dad's. Um, and then that way, in our vehicles, in our police cars, we have um, the Vic Roads access. Yep. So we just put that in. Um, we usually have V, if it's a Victorian license, N for New South, S for South Australia, Q, whatever. And what we do then is engrave that so that if we do come across it and um, it's laying or parked somewhere and it's been there for a little while and someone's rung up about it, then we can go do that check. It'll give us who the person is, where they live and things like that and we can take that and return that to the owner. Or if we get um, little Billy who's riding the bike mm. and he's, he's, it's a lady's bike, no. <laughs> he says it's his and all that sort of thing and we've got our suspicions or doubts. Um, again, if it's got the engraving on it, we can turn that over, do that check and see that it comes up to John Smith and say, little Billy, you know, this isn't your bike. And then he's got to obviously provide some um, reasons or understanding and that as mm-hmm. to why he's in possession. Otherwise, we seize it, get it back to the rightful owner. So I guess that's the thing too. If um, 
if uh, bikes are found. And, yeah, the description someone's given is it's white with um, a gold bell. Uh, they're not going to be high on the list of people you call to say this. We might have your bike. Yeah, no, I'm, I know what you're saying. It, yeah. it makes it distinctive. However, usually they take all those sort of things yeah, off. Yeah. But um, yeah, if it is let just yeah. a joyride, so to speak, yeah. <laughs> um, then they leave it. Yep, by all means. However, um, when we do our recordings, we've got little boxes on our reports that mm-hmm. we put certain information in, which is searchable. And that's those ones that are on there, the, the, um, you know, the brand type, size, yep. colour, yep. all that sort of thing. The um, little gold bells usually in the narrative a little bit yep. more. So, <laughs> But at least if they know what make or brand it yeah. is and things like that, it, it helps us um, so much more. So there's a lot you can do even um, without, before we get to engraving your bike, there's just by making sure you, you know all this about your own bike, there's a lot you can do to help yourself if yep. something were... And if you look on the back there, the last thing is photo of a bicycle. Yep. Um, you know, however, um, unfortunately, the most stolen thing in Melbourne at the moment is probably mobile phone. So <laughs> if you do use your mobile phone to take the photo, back it up somewhere else yep. um, and keep it at home is ideal. So that way, if you do need to report it or whatever, you can provide the police with that photograph of it so that it <clears throat> a photo's worth a thousand words but yeah. you also get some details you might think about at the time mm. because you're so flustered. Yeah. Am I correct to think that still the greatest proportion of bikes are stolen from either the front porch or the backyard of houses? In Yarra? A lot in Yarra? And yep. it's big by the actual housing and that here. Yeah. However, um, apartment buildings, garages, of course, um, yeah. the underground. Which but, I'll put in the same category, really. Well, not really, but yes. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're homes. But yep. There's people, open access. Pe- pe- yep. Well, no. Well, people, they call it secure parking. Yes, I know. But really, it's like leaving it on the street. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, people tailgate in to the apartment. So we have um, growing crime trends in residential apartment um, thefts and that including the bicycles even um, from the storage cages themselves because unfortunately most developers and that use cyclone fencing so it's just a cutaway from getting in to get the bicycle or other things that are in their storage cages. Where do you want me to start with the stories of those (laughs) things? I had a customer who rode the same bike to work for 12 years works in the city in a locked-up, secure area, employer that put showers on everything, wrote her new bike in, day two, gone. Through mm. every security thing, bike gone. Anyway, <laughs> I, don't, don't, I want to get off that because it's... Oh, no, they're such, they're such sad stories mm. and everybody feels for it when you walk outside mm. and your bike that was formerly there is now disappeared well it's funny you say that because we get a lot of people especially in town now who have their weekend bike and their week bike funny enough the weekend bike's usually worth more but then as you say for whatever reason that one day they have to ride it in yeah and things happen or whatever but it comes down to also using the infrastructure and now i know your story just then they were and yeah there's a number of reasons for that probably but um, yeah, so you got to lock it to the infrastructure, but also use a good lock. Yep. Um, the cable locks are just not good. No, yep. no, no okay. and, and, and the thing is, you see, that bike's worth thousands of dollars, and they've got this cheap 
terrible lock and or um, we've even had cases where they lock them to poles, sign, po- sign poles and all that, mm. but they don't actually check to see if the pin's in or whatever yeah. and that, yeah, yeah. and the crooks just pull out the pole and take the bike and all or that sort of lock thing. lock the uh, seat post to the pole. Yeah. Mm. If ever, uh, on all the Travel Smart maps now, all the modern ones that people have republished, I think Yarra was the last one to be have a republished thing, there's five or six pages on how to lock a bike, how to identify a sucker pole how to make sure you lock the bike to the pole, not just locking it on the yep. bike, which I've seen a number of times. There is a fair bit of good advice in those things. Yeah. Unfortunately, if you get too much advice in the one place, people tend not to read no. it, though. Mm. It's got to be real short and sharp just so to... Our attention span these days, I don't think, is as long as what it used to be. (laughs) (laughs) So if people wanted to get a hold of this list of details they should keep about their bike, um, where would they find it? Unfortunately, I'm still in the process of having it put on the um, police website. Yep. Um, But if they look there, but if not, um, if they go to the police website and up the top right-hand corner there's a um, search part, if they type in their crime prevention officers, um, my role, I cover the city of Melbourne and the city of Yarra, which is Northwest Metro Division 1. Yeah. But in each police division there is a crime prevention officer. Okay. And their name, phone number, location, email address is all on the Victoria Police website. So if they type in crime prevention officers, the search will come up with that and they open the Word document, I think it is, and, yeah, like I said, it's got that there. So if they contact their local crime prevention officer, yeah, um, he'll, being myself in this case, will email out yeah, that to them. Um, they print it out, fill it out, and keep it there. Cool. So, yeah. One of the modern 21st century things is putting a tracking tag on your bike. Yeah. What happens then, though? <laughs> well, there's enough. we've actually looked at that yep. um, and spoken to various stakeholders and things like that, is you need um, tracking towers to some of them to actually ping off. Ping, yeah, 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 yeah. And sort of things like that. So um, there's a lot more to it. Yep. Whereas the old engraving oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. the basic, but as you say, you can always and there are businesses of that out there, yeah. and they are providing. But I think the batteries only last for a certain time. Yeah, of course, they yeah, last yeah. a year. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah, and how then, long? Well, one particular brand I know of, they last a year. You have to get new tags every year. Every year, and, yeah. that, and, and the co- tag can be removed from the bike. If yeah, you've find got to be able it. to put yeah. it in a spot where nobody's yeah. going to yeah. find and it, and that would coincide with the renewal. <laughs> but, no. but the other thing is, yeah, you've got to put it in the bike yeah. so uh, that they can't access it and yeah. things like that. But, uh, no, look, it's all there. Uh, um, obviously, cost and the cost of the actual business and things yeah. like that yeah. is just one of those other things. But by all means, we're more than happy if people are willing to do it. No. Um, if we can track down where the bikes are, because this is one of the other things is um, we're not recovering that many. No. But the ones that we are recovering, there was an article recently on the Richmond Police Station property office and he had a storage room full of bicycles. So obviously they're bicycles that we can't identify the owner, yeah. as I was speaking about, and get it back to them. So it's sitting down yeah. there. So if someone has lost or stolen, the unfortunate thing is if it's not in the immediate vicinity of the police station. You're not. Yeah, and we don't have a... Um, a database of what's what's in there, you know, again, apart from white 
trek bike yep. whatever and things like that which if the owner didn't know what make of that it was it makes it hard yeah sort of thing so the other thing i'll say is if you buy a new bike the bike shop should be able to record the serial number against your customer number. Yep. They'll put the serial number of your lock in there, a description of the bike. So if you ever lose the serial number, they will still have it and, and a description. And if you lost this description of your bike or you never thought, hang on, what model is it? You can go to your bike shop then. And uh, another great reason to have a great local bike shop. They know everything about you and they <laughs> can pass it on to the relevant authorities when needed. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that is actually happening more now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It never really did, but now it is. No. Yep. We had, um, I can't remember which police station it was, uh, found a bike and uh, they looked at it and said, this is obviously not sort of a run-of-the-mill thing that you could find somewhere. Somebody very diligently tracked down who, who sold these sort of bikes in Melbourne and the owner got it back in two weeks because just tracking it down which shops sold this particular yep. bike and what size was, we were able they were able to match the serial number to the owner inside a week just from saying this is a bit this is not a normal yeah. stolen bike. Yep, exactly. Uh, yep. yep, no, I agree. And just one other very briefly, um one other crime that is of course a great uh concern to cyclists is uh safety on the road and especially getting doored. So Glenn's brought in a lot of um Rider reminders, which are a small rubber tag which will be attached to handles in cars so that as a driver or passenger is about to open a door, they are given a reminder to check. It actually, um, what the thing behind it is, it's actually supposed to feel like a bicycle grip. Yeah. So that yep. when you put your fingers on it, you go, ah, oh, bicycle, ah, oh, bike, yeah. and then yeah. you look for the bike. So we'll... Uh, be thinking of a way to share those around. Glenn's very kindly brought in quite a few and also a little reflective hanger for your bag or your, under your seat post. That's all we have time for today. Thank you very much for coming into the studio, Glenn. Thank you. And coming up next is Dirt Radio. Y'all know y'all know how to kick it out. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.